Welcome to New Horizons Podcast, Trailblazers. New Horizons is a national nonprofit that has served individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities since 1971. We believe that every person has a story to tell. This podcast will be a place for men and women from diverse backgrounds and with unique abilities to share their victories, challenges, and stories with the world. We hope you enjoy. A quick announcement before today's episode. The 2020 census is here, and it is incredibly important that people with disabilities and their families are ready to be counted. Please visit thearc.org slash census to learn more. In this week's episode, our newest board member, April Harrington, joins us to discuss Costa Rica, opening her new real estate firm in the midst of a global pandemic, and micro-farming. April has quickly become a tremendous asset and member of our team. She has boundless energy and enthusiasm for people, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. I'm April Harrington. I'm the principal broker and owner of Exit Real Estate Experts in Old Hickory. Um, and I don't, I don't know what all you want to know, but... Uh, well, there's there's lots to cover, but to to start out, I'd love to hear a little bit about where you grew up and, and just kind of your childhood, April. Um, well, that's an interesting subject, actually. I grew up all over the southeast in Central America. I was packed away like luggage um, for every step of my mother's journey, it seemed like, from Florida to Texas to Oklahoma to Tennessee, Georgia, Kentucky, Costa Rica, North Carolina, Alabama. Um, and then, you know, I was probably in six states before ever graduating high school. Um, wow. And in between there, I, you know, spent all of my summer and fall breaks and any time uh, that I could at my grandfather's farm. Very cool. So where was your, first of all, where was your grandfather's farm? In Decaturville, Tennessee. Okay, and and I definitely want to touch on your farm that you your farming that you do now. But is that kind of where this interest began with your grandfather? Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And so, of all those places that you moved around, I feel like it'd be hard to beat Costa Rica. But was that your favorite place, or where you spent most of your time? Absolutely. Um, I still spend as much time as I possibly can there. We go at least once a year. Um, we go back for a week or two to visit and, you know, see those Pacific Coast sunsets. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of the places I've never been, but what what would be your, your tourist sales pitch to, to get Costa Rica at the top of someone's bucket list? Oh, my gosh. Definitely the sunset. There's so many things. Uh, <laughs> there's so many things. It's an absolutely beautiful country. Um, the culture is beautiful. The food is great. It's inexpensive. Um, and, you know, there's so much to do, so much to explore. And um, the, you know, it's, I guess, you know, one of the greatest things about the area that we visit and that we lived in um, is it's considered a blue zone. And there's only, I think, seven of those in the entire world. So that's just a place where, um, people tend to live a hundred years or longer due to the air quality, the wow. food, um, and the lifestyle in those places. There's one actually in California. There's one in um, Yokinawa, Japan. There's, you know, different blue zones. I think there's seven total all around the world. And um, the place that we visit in Costa Rica is considered a blue zone. 
That's amazing. So have you considered moving back there or, or living there full time? Yeah, we definitely will. I'm in the process of um, working on our citizenship, actually, so that I can sell real estate there and, you know, work there part time. We can spend more time. Um, we're looking for our second home there and uh, have been looking for a while, but haven't found the right thing yet. Um, but we will definitely retire there. We'll be spending a lot of time there. That's all. Well, we'll be be sad to, to see you spending less time at New Horizons and, and in Nashville for sure, but I, I feel like it'd be hard to beat. Have you become a surfer with all the time you spent down there? No, absolutely not. Um, my What I consider my adopted little brother, um, his name's Erlen. He is a surf instructor actually at Witches Rock, and he's taught many of my friends and even my husband how to surf, but I refuse to get on one of those boards. <laughs> <laughs> I one of one of my good friends here is a big surfer, but I can't even begin to compute how how that would work. Um, you've mentioned real estate. How long have you been practicing as a realtor? I've been a realtor for seven years. Awesome. And you just recently started your your own company, is that correct? I did. I um I opened a couple of firms a few years back, um and really really enjoyed you know kind of being able to do my own thing and um, helping um, agents kind of come up in a good environment and training and empowering young agents. So it was something that I definitely wanted to do um, again. And I just started one in Old Hickory called Exit Real Estate Experts. Um, Back in February, our grand opening was actually the day that the world shut down for COVID. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So what has that been like for you since realty is obviously such a highly relational business? Um, what's it been like starting and, and keeping your company going during quarantine and during the shutdown? I mean, it's just been important to stay in constant communication with our agents and help them understand the rules and guidelines and how we should be altering our business, not stopping it. Um, and, and I think we've all done a really good job at that. I'm pretty proud of the squad that we have here. We are, um, we've powered through pretty well. Um, yeah, things are slower, but they have certainly not ceased. So um, we're excited to see it pick back up shortly, hopefully. Mm -hmm. One of the things that always amazed me about my dad worked in real estate growing up, and he always seemed to know every street name. It was Chattanooga, so much smaller city than Nashville. But as you've been exploring around through the realty lens, have you found any cool spots in the, the Nashville area or discovered anything about the city you might not have otherwise? Um I honestly think that when I first got into real estate, I took this strange liking to Old Hickory and um, decided that's where I wanted to live and that the whole world should live there. And I found a house out here unbelievably cheap um, in today's lens. In that lens, it was an expensive house, but in today's lens, it was unbelievably cheap. Um, and we are still there and have since almost tripled our property value. I mean, um, I absolutely adore Old Hickory and all of the local businesses that are here and have made, you know, some of the greatest friends. And this is where my business is as well. I set up shop across the street from my house so I can literally walk from my house to my office. It's pretty great. <laughs> when you're not working or traveling, I know you like to farm and particularly micro farming. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that is and, and what it's like? Sure. Um, micro farming is just basically 
urban farming. I mean, we have, you know, some vegetables we toy around with, um, you know, tomatoes and squash. Um, right now I have my first pumpkin vine, which is kind of exciting. Um, and then we also, you know, nothing for profit. Um, we don't actually like sell anything to make money, but we have, you know, chickens um, for our eggs. We have dabbled in goat's milk this year. So we've been able to um, actually learn how to make our own goat's cheese in small amounts, and that's been super fun. Um, we have currently five goats, six chickens, two cats, seven dogs, and a turtle. So it's wow. pretty hectic some days. <laughs> Do you have a, a favorite of all of this? A favorite animal of all mm-hmm. of my animals? Oh, yeah, everybody knows that Bella is my favorite. She is my oldest dog. She's an 11-year-old weenie dog. That's awesome. Do most of the, your different pets and animals get along? Yeah, everybody gets along great. Pretty odd, actually. <laughs> so one of the things that we were thinking through at New Horizons, of course, before the, the world kind of shut down, was joining the farmer's market and trying to sell the, the coffee that we roast and grind on our campus as well as uh, – I'm not sure if you've seen the, the garden that we we work on somewhat seasonally. I think Nick's been working back there. But we might lean on you um, if we're able to participate in a farmer's market and if those open back up as an opportunity for some of our guys to, to get out there and, and sell some of the things and, and work in the garden. I would absolutely love to be a part of that. I got a tour of the garden last year when Nick had it up and going, and it was beautiful. Um, I've also had a lot of your coffee. I lived off of it for um, pretty much all of 2019. So um, <laughs> I'm more than happy to help promote or produce or whatever you guys want to do with the coffee or the garden. Great. No, well, we're we're definitely thinking through a lot of fun ways of how we could package the coffee and and whatever comes out of the garden. I have no gardening experience, so I'm very curious to see what Nick can actually come up with back behind yeah. our office building. He did but, last year. Mm-hmm. So talking about New Horizons, um, and I know you've been involved for a few years now as a volunteer before you joined the board, but do you want to talk a little bit about how you came in contact and became familiar with New Horizons to begin with? Yeah, so um, Nick actually worked at FedEx with me um, years ago, and um, we had reconnected and talked about what he did, and he invited me to a holiday dinner, and I came out, and I absolutely fell in love with everything that you guys do. I brought my baby goats up there to visit with everybody, and um, been able to, you know, be invited, just being invited to the dinners and being a part of things and being able to be there and kind of see um, everybody in action and how incredibly happy everyone is, is just like, I mean, it suckers you in, you know, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't walk away from something like that. It brings you so much joy. It does. I, I've been fortunate. I've been there a little less than a year or so, but it really is like a family environment so it's fun to be invited into that and once once you're in you're in as you know um yeah <laughs> but so now as a, a board member for a little less than a year as well um we're beginning to approach our 50th anniversary and trying to think through how best to celebrate the past 50 years and all of the men and women we've been able to to serve and get to know but also looking ahead at how we want to 
grow and, and change in the future. So I guess two parts of this question. One, what are you most proud of looking back on our past 50 years? And, and maybe kind of a leading question, what would you like to see us do as we move forward? Um, I'm certainly proud of everything that I have seen and everyone that I have had the opportunity to serve, um, even through real estate. I've, you know, been able to help a lot of people within the company. And, um, you know, I'm just, I can't even, I don't even have words to explain the caliber of people that are there, like the actual staff that help. Um, and it's just been an, an honor to be a part of it in any way that I can. Um, and then looking forward, I would love to see New Horizons. You know, I love this new energy that you guys have gotten, you know, in the last six months or so. But, like, you know, um, in the future, I mean, I'm I'm 100% on board. Like, you know, let's grow it. Let's get the name out there more. There are too many people that don't know about the organization and what it does. Um and then obviously COVID slowing everything down, but in the future, um, you know, more fundraising opportunities and um, more ways to showcase what you guys do and why you do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And to your point earlier, really, the as soon as you meet the, the men and women we work with and, and kind of the family environment, I think that's when it becomes more compelling and when the message really carries more weight. So I'd love to get more and more people there and involved in, in some volunteer capacity, whether that was in the garden. I know we're starting a, a baseball and basketball team and a few other things like that. So hopefully more and more fun opportunities to, to get involved. But you spoke a little bit about how COVID has impacted your business earlier, but just in general, how has work and life really changed for, for you and, and your family the last few months? Well, um, you know, work hasn't, changed too much outside of the fact that, you know, things have slowed down a little bit and I'm not able to hug every single person that I meet, um, which is really hard for a woman raised in the South. And then <laughs> um, as far as, you know, my family, is, it's been difficult for us because we, I mean, literally, we travel so much and um, we were shut down on our first trip to Paris in April. Our London trip got canceled. We had, you know, VIP seats to the North London Derby to watch Tottenham and Arsenal play. Oh, wow. Still haven't been refunded for the game. And, you know, it's um, it's been tough because, uh, you know, we, we do love to travel. We love to get away together, and that's, you know, kind of our time, and that's our thing. But... With all that being said, we have gotten a little extra time to enjoy our boat, being on the lake, and, you know, our own home, which is kind of crazy, um, you know. And we've also been home for our first two kiddings. So that's been really exciting. We might not have been here to enjoy, um, you know, our first baby goat. So it was a blessing in disguise. That's awesome. I guess with a, a full farm and group of animals, it's a little more exciting at home than some people's experiences oh, yeah. been, at least. Yeah, it's nonstop, so, <laughs> yeah. So my next question was just going to be, what have you missed the most? It sounds like traveling might be up there. One of the things for me is I love going to movie theaters, and there were a bunch of movies that were about to come out, like the new James Bond that teased me, and now I have to wait. I'm not sure what the reopening looks like 
for that industry. But is there anything locally here in Nashville that you've really missed and are excited for things to fully open back? I'm going to be honest. I'm tired of cooking my own breakfast. I Mm -hmm. miss brunches. I miss someone else pouring my beer. I miss um, Nadine's. They need to Mm -hmm. hurry up and open. Um, (laughs) You know, there's just, there's that kind of thing, just being able to go out and, you know, treat yourself. I I haven't been able to do that, and that's been tough. You know, I'm tired of cooking my own meals. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, Kind of a, a grand scale question. What lessons do you think as a as a city, as a country, and, and I guess as a world that you think that we can or should take with us? Because it seems like life might not go back to exactly the way it was before. So it'll be really interesting to see how things adapt moving forward. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, I think a lot of people gained a lot of perspective. Um, I think that we learned a lot about each other and we learned a lot about ourselves. Um, but I think something that everyone should definitely take with them out of all of this is that the world as a whole and humanity as a whole is not as big and scary and terrible and, you know, um, uncaring and unkind as it, as people want you to believe, as the media sometimes wants you to believe that, you know, our neighbors, our neighbors, that hopefully we've all grown closer to them um, and grown grown closer to our families. And, um, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder with our friends. And, um, you know, you've learned why certain people are in your life and things like that. And just not to get caught up in all of it and make sure that you, you know, definitely appreciate what you have and who you have all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As you were saying, it's kind of funny. It's both made the world seem a lot smaller since the entire world has been facing this pandemic and similar challenges, but it's also shrunk, at least for me, the circles of people you interact with on a daily basis and increased time with roommates, neighbors, and, and people that you might have passed by a lot a lot more easily now are the only or the primary people you're seeing. So it's funny how those relationships have, have changed as well. Um with mm-hmm. we've had a couple people on our our street who have just been a lot a lot more i guess neighbors walking around and conversations started there that wouldn't have otherwise which i think for multiple reasons are are very needed in our our country right now yeah yeah absolutely we need we need not we have to remember that no matter what is fed to us that we're all in this together and it's not as scary as it seems. We're all dealing with the same things and, you know, just to be, um, you know, have gratitude. That's, that's all you can do and um, understand that everybody's challenge is a little bit different, but at the end of the day, like when it comes down to it. We're all doing the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So one, another question I have for you. So with the 4th of July coming up this weekend, are you a fan of the Hamilton musical? Of course. Of course. Well, I'm not sure if you saw this, but I think tomorrow the original cast, they had the, the film or the, the movie version that's coming out on Disney Plus. So that's going to be one of the things I've I've circled my calendar for a while now. Are you aware of that? Were you planning on tuning in? I was not aware of that, and I wasn't planning on tuning in. The only plans that I have made for the 4th of July are to um, find fireworks and get there by boat. So mm-hmm. um, 
that's it. Uh, you know, I can do that on my own, social distance, and <laughs> I haven't seen fireworks in years. You know, you get old. The older you get, the less apt you are to go downtown in the crowds. And now it's mm-hmm. perfectly acceptable not to do that because it's not allowed anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, I saw they canceled the the Nashville fireworks, but I'm sure there will be a lot of a lot of private people shooting them off all over. Um, I'm sure by Percy Priest or do you have a particular lake that you guys like to go out on to? to watch yeah we're on old hickory lake there's going to be i think cedar creek on friday night and then um gallatin the city of gallatin i think is doing them on saturday night so um we'll have some options and at least get to see some fireworks hopefully it doesn't scare all the baby goats at least (laughs) (laughs) they'll go in their house and be fine Mm. so one final question before i let you go because i know you're you're incredibly busy but being involved at New Horizons, both as a, a volunteer and now as a board member, what's something you've you've learned or maybe a compelling story or one reason that you think more people should get involved in, and learn more about people with disabilities and just New Horizons and other organizations like ours? Um, yeah, I, I actually, several years ago, got involved with my community involvement committee um, out in Wilson County, and it has since just absolutely lit a fire inside of me to get involved with anything like that that I can, Um, New Horizons being one um, and probably, you know, the biggest one. But there are so many great organizations that um, people can volunteer their time or their money or, you know, um, creative gifts for fundraisers and things like that. Um, But New Horizons is just, I mean, it's wonderful, and I think that not enough people know about it, Um, just like not enough people know about the individuals who are actually working there. And, um, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of the puzzle that helps get the word out, you know. Well, we are certainly thankful to have you there, and I know I'll I'll, I'll let you go because I know you've got – running your company, farm, and everything else, um, looking at tickets to Costa Rica potentially that you have going on. Um, but we're thankful to have you as part of the, the New Horizons family, and I'm I'm looking forward to getting the garden going and hopefully getting a visit from the baby goats here soon. I'd love to see the interactions with some of the, the men and women we work with with the baby goats there. Yeah, absolutely. Reach out to me. Uh, well, well, April, thanks again for, for coming on, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode with April. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we discussed, are in the market for a great new realtor, or would like to learn more about New Horizons, please visit our website or email us at podcast at newhorizonsls.org. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for next week's episode.